What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. What's up everybody, welcome back. Today's video is gonna be interesting. I'm excited to see the reaction to this one because we have such a male dominated audience. But if you clicked on the title, you know that we're gonna be talking about the characteristics that women have that make them great traders. So. Not only do we applaud the women in this business, which there's not many of them, but we also as men can hopefully learn from the characteristics that they excel in that make them great traders and great just business people in general, and we can apply it into our own lives. So I'm excited. I'm glad that you're here because I feel like you're the perfect person to talk to about this. I know we both took some time to... Uh, Is it because I'm a woman? It's because you're a special <laughs> woman, right? But I know we both took some time to think about these four points that we're going to focus on. So it's just four simple easy to follow notes that we're going to talk through here. So at the end of the video, if you find value, all we ask is that you give us a thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss our future episodes. And let us know in the comments which of these four points you're going to focus on most. Because I know there's some women who watch us, but it's mainly guys. So guys, let me know which one of these four you're focused on the most. I'll let you know what mine is when we get to the end. First, how are you feeling? Great. As you just said that, it made me think like, even if it's going to be men that predominantly watch this, mm -hmm. if they have a significant other that is a woman at home, maybe they can then see these characteristics more in them and see how they embody these characteristics in their day-to-day -day life and kind of take a little from that. Yeah, definitely. I should plug also, as I'm looking at your sweater, I love the color of that sweatshirt. Does Riley, that remind you of Lindsay? Yeah, I was just going to say, we, <laughs> we shipped one out to Lindsay for Christmas, but Riley is wearing one of the hoodies that we have been selling a lot of merchandise recently on the shop so i'll put the link in the description so you guys can check that check that out i've got the embroidered fleece pullover it's actually cold in florida today so this is i had to put socks cozy. on to go outside i know that was that was funny <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, when you got to put socks on in florida you know it's cold but the merch has been going well especially with the journals like i've got my notes from today's trades and for the video here in my trading journal the journals have been going hard which is good and i feel like it's also motivated people to buy the merch which we really appreciate guys so thank you going hard the merch is going hard, bro. You said the journals are going hard. The journals are going hard. It's all going hard. You know how it is. So let's Back get it, to the video. Let's get into the first tip. I find that this tip is more important than the other three. Normally, all the tips we talk about are equal in a video, but I think this is the most important one. It's that women are more conscious of risk, meaning they're more aware of risk, so they're not so willy-nilly with their money. Willy-nilly, like gambling, throwing it around, not with you know treating it like monopoly money, so to speak. Yeah. I think this has everything to do with women just naturally having that nurture instinct in them. What do you mean by that? Like, women are obviously meant to be mothers. Not all women. I'm not saying if you're a woman, you have to have a kid. God forbid. But <laughs> women have the natural nurturing characteristics in them. So naturally, what does that mean? You're looking out for your young. You're assessing risk all the time when it comes to your baby because you don't want anything to happen to it. So you're constantly assessing risk, whether you're at the grocery store or whether it's like a, a sharp edge on the table in the house. Right, or, you're always on the lookout yeah. to read risk in real life. Yeah, your risk radar is like constantly alert. So at any situation, women, because of that nurture in them, they're more likely to not think about the potential reward of the situation. They're more likely to look at all the angles. Where's the risk involved in this? Absolutely. And I think this is a really interesting one to start with because you, although you're a male, what did you say you're a master of in a couple episodes back? Reading risk. 
right? So why do you think that you're so good at reading risk if that's a predominantly male? Because I'm a lady on or the female. inside. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if women are more known to be better at being conscious of risk, how do you think you got so good at it? My mom's strong feminine energy is left inside me. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Shout out to my mom if she's watching the video. Um, I'm really good to, maybe this is a masculine quality, you'll have to tell me, at like, I see something, I decide I want to do it, we do it straight. Like, you know, the straight lines and the masculine energy. So when I know that I have to be a certain way, it might take me a little bit of time, a year, two years maybe, but sometimes shorter, to grasp what I need to do to make that decision, but I'm able to commit to that and stick to that. So I feel like when I was learning how to trade, you have to learn all the aspects of trading. It's not just technical signals. And risk management was a big piece of that that I knew at the beginning. So I've been practicing reading risk for a long time. And I think it also is just something in me. And I, I'm being funny about the piece of my mom, but maybe that's what a piece of it is. You know what I mean? Both of my parents, my dad's an attorney. My mom is just a woman and good at reading risk as well. She used to you know, use that, I think, in her insurance job and stuff like that. So I think that can kind of be passed down to you a little bit. What do you think? Well, yeah, absolutely. And like uh, not getting into details, but just when your mom was sick, like you had to kick in your nurture ability, right. you know, true. even though that's not like men, of course, have it too because men are fathers. Mm-hmm. But you had to at a young age grow up. Yeah, literally like yeah. turn on that nurture and instinct that and help take care of your own mother. Right, right. And the rest of my family. So right. then that would make me read risk reward differently, too. Yeah. yeah so definitely. For, for the guys out there that maybe aren't as good as reading risk, like what tips would you give them? What are things that you did to help you become more aware of risk? Um, maybe letting your emotions be aware of like, did your emotions ever have an impact on your overall like assessment of risk? How are you able to just? Well, when you say that first, I always think about trading. So like on the trading side of things, I think studying really good traders, like I'm listening to the unknown market wizards right now. They're talking about Peter Brandt, who's somebody that I've always looked up to on Twitter and on social media for his career. Like they, all the great traders of all time throughout every market always talk about their risk first. So I feel like it was not even something that I was like, oh my God, I found this secret. It's like everybody's talking about risk first, then reward. Okay, cool how do we read that risk now and then at that point I think a lot of point like this is kind of tied to your question too a lot of people get stuck at like okay I'm reading risk like I know in trading terms where to put my stop loss I know how much I'm willing to lose on this trade but then they don't see it the other like all the way through on the potential reward and sometimes they cut themselves short we talk about this all the time I think the deposition effect where like we get out of our losers way late and we get out of our winners way early so I think reading risk reward is a whole thing. And it's actually funny that we're talking about this first. Lindsay and I are going to shoot a video next week for the YouTube channel about how to read risk reward. Because I don't know if you heard, her and I have done two videos recently. And as we film them, I know you're always in the other room doing other stuff, but like she tells me twice, she's like, I never knew how to read risk reward until ASFX. And like that to me, I think was a given back to your question, was a given when I first got into trading, but she's somebody who I don't think is stupid at all. Yeah. But she and just she's di- a woman. And she just didn't know. She yeah. didn't even understand the idea of reading risk. So I think that there's that side of it too, kind of tying to like, once women can tap into this understanding of reading risk in trading because of their innate ability, like you said, with the nurturing part of them, they do well. Like once Lindsay finally understood how to put us, she was telling me some of her trades, she would have a 15 pip stop loss and a 10 pip take profit example something like that but like, <laughs> like we backwards. laugh at that yes yeah. but, we, but people just don't know right but it's interesting once she found that and I think it is something to do with the fact that she's a woman she was able to really turn that into 
the trader that she is today, the management system that she uses today. Yeah, not to linger too much on the first one, but another idea I had when you were saying that, is it like me fetching too far and having this thought, like risk reward when you talk about just overall learning to manage risk. Yeah. That's hard work. Sure. And people don't like to do hard work. So it reminds me like of that meme where like the guy has a pickaxe and he's doing hard work and he's so close to the gold, but like he gives up. He, right, he stumbles right. I know back. I you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's kind of like the risk reward in the sense, like you said, when people are winning a trade and how they will get out too soon. It reminded me of that meme of like, no, continue see doing the hard work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See it through. Like see it the, through. Like the fruits of your labor will be there in the end if you continue to work hard. Just to touch on this a little bit because I'm listening to this book, and it's really good. I have it on the Kindle, too, but I just, I know myself. I work through it faster on the Audible. So I was like, let me just buy this thing on the Audible and we'll crank it out. Yeah. And it's just interesting to hear how much of a focus is on risk. Like, the guys who, like Peter, again, I just referred to Peter Brandt because it was in the first chapter. I was just listening to it today. And, like, he talks about his best trades ever, and he's like, you know what happened? All I did was move my stop loss up. I didn't know when I took it that it was going to be my best trade ever. It was just I caught a trend and rode the trend and it ended up not stopping for a while. And I just moved my stop accordingly. I read that risk and continued to read the risk along the way. And he talks about like how could you go up, for example, because you know the trading terms, like 2R, 3R on a trade and then end up giving back that profit. It doesn't make any logical sense. Right. So that's why he's been such a big believer of, yes, I might not make all the potential of my trading system, but if I'm not losing, I'm winning and I'm going to keep growing over time. And then when they do rip, he was talking about when the pound fell, I think it was like, it was probably, the way he described it wasn't in pips, but I think it was like 2,000 pips in the span of six months. And he's like, yeah, I just rode the trend. I got in and I was able to move the the way that he trades is on a higher time frame, like a daily, like, so he's looking at bigger stops in general. But he just rode that trend day on day on day for weeks. Bagging the profits. Just, Just reading his initial risk and then mitigating that risk as the trade moved. So I think... It isn't something that women, uh, that men can't apply. Like there, you can see he's very conscious of his risk. But women do it exceptionally well too. Yeah. Every girl that we've ever worked with has done it well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love what you said. Like you never know when your trade is going to be like the big trade. Right. You can't predict anything. So you have to go into every single trade as if it might be. Like you don't know. Right. You, you can't think about the outcome. And but every it, trade you take has the potential to be exactly a big trade. And then at the same time, you don't want to get caught in the idea of like, taking a trade, thinking it has to be the big idea, not moving your stop right. loss and then losing or giving back profit. It doesn't work yeah. like that. You have Detouch to, from the outcome. Yeah, you got to, and you got to bag the wins. Trading yeah. is about winning trades. That's what it is. It's not about um, making money, so to speak, because you can make money in the short term, but in the longer run, like in a year from now, you might've made money on a couple of trades, but if there's no system in place, there's no like business, we like to call it in place, it's not going to last, you know? Yeah. Let's go to the second tip. So th- this one, I want to word it a specific way and then we'll take it deeper. The tip is, or the, the thought is that women make great traders because they're less emotional with loss. I want to add in that they're less emotional with financial loss, but I wanted you to speak on just the idea in general, why you think women are so easy to say, hey, it's done, lost it, done. What are we doing next kind of thing? I think that's kind of just again like the inner mom in everybody, you know, like when you have a loss and in this case a financial loss, you're not dwelling on that because you're like, I got to do something like what's next? Yeah. Like you're like that that's done and over with. I can't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. What do I do now to 
survive? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do I do to put that past me to be able to move forward in this case financially, you know, so maybe it's, would you say it's like constant living in the moment, not living in the past uh, that allows them to be detached from the short term outcome of a loss, whatever it be financial or not, you know what I mean? Yeah, it could be, or like just overall awareness. Like I feel here's like a dramatic it, example. Okay. Like if someone had a miscarriage. Yeah. Like that could discourage them from ever having kids again. Absolutely. But if they stay optimistic, right? Yeah. And they don't worry about this loss right now. I mean, of course it's sad in the moment, but they could still continue to try and have kids and have a beautiful family in the long right. run, right? So, and then apply that into your trading. You know? Oh, okay. So you just saying that. Yeah. I feel like women, at least in the women line that I come from, like women get what they want. Mm-hmm. And when you lose a trade, it's like you obviously didn't get what you want there. So you're just going to kind of put that past you and your eyes are already focused on, well, what? how do I get what I want again? But that could be flipped into the other way where you want to get what you want so bad, you're stubborn and then you take another trade and you jab at another trade just because you want to get what you want. Yeah, but it, that's where so it's like women... So how do the women, women then stay on system? That's that's kind of what we're going to get to in the in yeah. the last two points, how they stay on the system. Then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like these qualities that could put you in a hole also yes. help Ooh. just get you over it. Very true. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. Yeah. What do you think overall, like, keeps women in general from getting into trading? Keeps them from getting into Perfect. it? Yeah. I feel like finance in general is just such a masculine thing. Right. Like, and it's interesting too, as we're talking about this, like the masculine feminine energy, like you guys should read about that. Riley and I talk about that stuff all the time. Riley does a lot of reading on that. And I think it's important to understand how these are like, we're not, no one's going to think this, but I'm just saying it. Like, we're not telling you to be a woman, but we're telling you that these aspects of feminine energy can complement your masculine energy and really help you be a better trader. Yeah. Just a little side note on that to give people some context that don't want to go out and do their own research. The most simple way to explain the difference between masculine and feminine feminine energy. Um, and to note on that, everybody has masculine and feminine energy, regardless of what gender you are. I'm a woman. I have masculine energy. I also have feminine energy. So feminine energy, I want you to think of as a circle. There are no sharp edges. There are no points. Everything's like go with the flow of a circle. Men are more square. They need rigid, hard points. They need data. They need exact meeting grounds, if that makes sense. So that's how you can think of like rigidity almost and flowing of like the two different energies. The word is rigidity. Rigidity. I'm pretty sure. Rigid, rigidity, rigidity. whatever. <laughs> rigidity sounds like a rickety bridge. <laughs> but no, that's good information. Good points. Yeah. So the let's tie it into the last two points here. So we talked first about how women are more conscious of risk and how men can start to be a little bit more aware of that risk as well, right? And and how I've kind of grown into that. I think it's from especially studying people that have talked about it already. It's just not ignoring what's in front of your face. Right. The second part of it is being just less emotional with the loss, which like you said, really comes from like this nurturing sense of them where they can look, this already happened. I already lost the trade. I'm already in the trade, whatever it is. And now I need to move forward. What's my next action going to be? Now, that next action, like you said, can dig you into a hole sometimes, man or woman, it doesn't matter. But I think these last two pieces can really keep you from falling into the hole. So the first one being just that the, the fact that women are very patient. And I think men are too. Like I think as a kid, I my parents will tell you like I was always patient building Legos or doing any project or doing anything like that with my hands. I was very patient to see the task through. Some people just are not patient and those people won't make great traders. There's nothing wrong with that. You'll be, you'll be a great doctor. You'll be a great, whatever, lawyer, whatever. You're just not going to be a great trader. But why do you think women more than men innately? I think I'm just part of a smaller majority in, in who I am as a person. Why do you think women innately 
are more patient than men in life, not just in trading? I don't know. Nothing really comes to mind about that. Like why women are more patient than men. Like everything I could relate back to always just kind of goes back to being a mom. You know, like the mom is the one that's, I feel like. But like if you're not a mom like you. Right. How do you know to be patient now? Because it's in you like innately. I get, yeah. To then have to be patient with your family and be patient with like that. But I think it's also maturity too. Patience comes with maturity. You don't find too many 15 year olds that are patient. Like, let's just be honest. Like, you've seen me, yeah. even when I was a kid, there were certain things like learning how to play the piano. There's just not a lot of kids that are going to be that patient to stick with it for 10 years to learn how to actually be really good at playing the piano. You know what I mean? But I really don't like overall patience as, like, describing somebody because I feel like patience is such a moment-to-moment thing. Because In what way? Like, there are things that I'm so patient with. But certain things But then there are other things, fair. you know, that I'm, like, when Comcast puts me on hold for an hour. Right. Come on, you know? But wouldn't like, you then say practicing patience is not this or that? It is in everything. And if right, it is in just, everything, then it can be in your trading. But if you're going to get frustrated at Verizon, you're going to get frustrated in your trade that's not moving for you. But so it's like you can be aware of when your patience is lacking a little bit and try and see how, what your moods are, what your emotions are within that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know like what exactly would make women more patient than men because I think men are patient as fuck for dealing with women. Like fair point. It, yeah. It goes hand in hand for that one. I definitely, definitely agree. And then we can tie that into the fourth one. Now the fourth reason why the, or the fourth quality that we should say that women have innately, we think, but men can also do really well with is that when they have a goal or a plan in place, they're very, very focused and consistent towards that goal until mm-hmm. it's accomplished or until failure. Right yeah. now, like I said, when I was a kid, I can think of a ton of examples where people or my parents would tell me like, you're so patient. You're so focused. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, I went out to do something and I did it. Took a lot of time sometimes, just like trading has taken some time, but still set out to do it and finished it. Why do you think people in general, before we talk about women, why do you think people in general struggle to set goals and reach them? Set goals, set an intention and a plan and get it done. I feel like it's a pride thing. A pride thing. Because I think that pride comes from fear. Okay. So you're afraid you're not going to get it done so you don't act. Yeah. Or you're afraid of what the outcome, like what the result is going to be. You're Do you find people put plans in place and, and, and then just don't act? Or are they not even trying to put a plan in place? Oh, both. Absolutely. Both? How many, See, I think how way more people, people put, put every, I think everybody plans. I think everybody tries to, I'm going to just make some moves over here, move this over here. But, but then like you said, how the detailed action. are they within the plan? Fair. You know, Fair. think about New Year's Eve. How many people make New Year's Eve resolutions and literally by April, they don't even February. remember what they were. February, bro. By February. Like yeah. <laughs> right yeah. there. Yeah. You know, very true. So do you think there's a reason women are more consistent towards a goal than men in general? Or do you think that men are more consistent? Do you kind of see this flop in both ways? Like the patience one. I could see this one definitely flopping both ways because being honest, flat out, I, you're more consistent than I am. Like you've now had this trading thing for six years that you've been. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like five, six years. So that's a really long time to be doing one thing. And yeah. like before that, I DJed for six years. Right. Straight every weekend versus me. I'm somebody where it's like, I don't You would have really, quit and gotten three new jobs. Yeah. Like if I didn't like, I don't know. I'm just not. But that also could be that you haven't found your thing yet. DJing yeah. was, was a thing for well, me. Just, I can give more examples of ways that you're consistent in like tangible things like, like trading for instance, you know? Um, so in this case, like you're more consistent, but why I think maybe women could be labeled as more consistent in this thing 
is just, again, back to all of them, going back to the fact that women become mothers. And when you're a mother, there is no, no time off. off. Yep. Like it, it is, you are a consistent Mom. mother, yep. like from the child. And you have to provide that patience and absolutely focus on the future, not on the current loss and that risk awareness of all the time. So you like almost, you can tie back the first three points into this one. And yeah. it really does come back to that in, innate nurturing like that, ability yes. that women have. So for the, for the summarization, some summarization of the video, you could say that men just need to tap into a nurturing aspect, a nurturing energy more. Yeah. And nur- could you, would you say then it's fair to like call it caring? Like, is that the right word? A caring aspect or is care and nurture different? Um, mm, tough question. They're about the same. I think overall it just comes really down to love. I think that women are more open to love than men are. I think men are a little bit more reserved, um, to loving themselves, to loving others, to just showing the quality For of sure. love. For sure. So I feel like that's really what a lot of it comes down to, you know? Yeah. Do you think, how does love tie into these tips then about why women are better? Like does love, what does love have to do with me being more conscious of risk? Because you care about the thing that you're looking at the risk for. Yeah. For example, my trading account or my kid, whatever it is. Right. You have to care about that it's thing. Your, your life you and your it. well-being, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's like. You have to care about the trading account. You have to love it enough to be conscious of risk because if you don't love it it if you don't care about it you're gonna treat it like a joke right why would you treat it like a business why would you put time into a plan and a risk management profile if you didn't truly love it facts so let's wrap it here if you guys enjoyed the video i'm going to sum up the four points again so again we're not going to so much say why women are better traders than men because we're not we don't have the statistics for that right yeah. And it doesn't matter. Just qualities. Just qualities in women in it, that come from feminine energy that we can apply into our masculine energy to make us better traders. Number one, they're just super conscious of risk. So if that's an area that you need to focus on more, reading risk reward, comment that down below. Number two, they're less emotional to financial loss. If that's an area where you're struggling, where you're just staring at the dollars all the time, comment down below. We'll hold you accountable to growing there. How about patience? Like just practicing patience in everything that you do, not getting frustrated with the Verizon guy, not getting frustrated with anything in time because it's all meant to be exactly where it is right now. Not getting frustrated when your man leaves his undies on the ground. Same thing. So (laughs) if patience is an area of struggle for you, comment down below and maybe we'll make more videos focused on how to be more patient. And then the fourth point, just that if you have a goal, if you're laying out a plan and you put a lot of detail into it then you got to stay consistent towards it that's what these women that we've seen do well in trading really do well they set out to do something like you said the women in your family they get it done so let us know which of the four points you guys are going to work on the most just pick one of them comment it down below and that'll give us a little bit of a direction on where we want to make future videos so it'll be a a circle of helping each other. And like I said in the beginning, if you do have a significant other, anybody really that you live with, whichever one of these qualities you're working on, ask them to help you. Like two years ago when you still lived in Philly, I remember even still sometimes patience was something that you were working on within your trading. I would go out of my way to compliment Austin whenever he was doing something even if it wasn't related to trading, that was exercising good patience. And I would tell him like, hey, good patience. Even if it was something so small, like not opening the microwave too quick, actually letting it get down to the time it's supposed to, or something silly like that. Have somebody to hold you accountable and point out when you're doing a good job at whatever it is you're trying to practice. I appreciate you for that. (laughs) I got you. Thanks for being here, everybody. I appreciate you for watching. Make sure you give it a thumbs up if you found value. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of the future videos. And we'll see you guys in the next one. We didn't give them a code word. Mm. Code word. Women rock.
That's it's two, two words, but it's a hashtag. So hashtag women rock in the comments if you watched all the way through. We appreciate it again, everybody, and we'll see you in the next one. See ya. Thank you for listening to today's money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.